0: And there's mm. another one that you see on the TikToks quite oh, a bit. Oh, the
1: TikToks. But What's But I, I
0: can't remember it.
1: Oh. <laughs> so it's not that. Due to the lime. <laughs> oh. yes, the we're wine blaming is, everything. We're blaming the lime. We're, <laughs> <wine. laughs> we're blaming
0: the lime, not the wine. Oh. <laughs> we're blaming it all.
1: i oh, blaming everything. Blame it, blame it on the rain. Oh,
0: it's the blame rain. It on it's the something. Rain,
1: yeah. 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 Hello, all you big-ass runners and walkers out there. This is Josh Heimbach, and I'm a big-ass trail and road runner from Fort Worth, Texas, where the Trinity River bends, the West begins, and the pool of friends never ends. Welcome to the Big-Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners and walkers from all over Texas, Latvia, and the world beyond. Now, here's your host, Jeff, the original big-ass Harold, and Stephen, the Pitbull crit. Well, thank you, Josh. That was outstanding. You are a poet, and I didn't even know it. Josh here from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Awesome job on that. And by the way, Josh, way to get out there, hitting those trails, hitting the roads. You're an outdoors kind of guy. I think you're a frequent traveler as well. So thank you so much for doing that awesome intro. Well, I'm Jeff Harrell. This is The Big Ass Runner. Stephen Pritt will be joining me here in a second. This is, believe it or not, episode number 67 of The Big Ass Runner. And we've got a what I think is a great show planned. First of all, it's been a while since we've done this, but one of our favorite segments is called Why I Run, and it's a chance for us to, you know, as runners, we all have different whys, we all have different perspectives or there's always a different reason each of us gets out, hits the trails, hits the roads and just gets it done. And today we're going to hear a very powerful why I run from Amanda Hall. Make sure you you stay for that. It's amazing. And then in the second segment, one of our favorites. You've heard from her before. Always funny, always informative. The great Marcy Baser will be here. But before we get started, I wanted to cover something. You know, last week we heard from Jason Aldridge. Go back and listen if you've not heard it already on episode 66. Jason does one, again, one of our favorite segments called My First Trail Race. Jason walks us through his experience in his first trail race. He made the statement that he nearly stepped on a rattlesnake. And I said, well, you know, we don't have rattlesnakes around here. I was called out by Sheila. Now, Sheila lives in Fort Worth, which is a sister city to to the areas that that I live in here in Dallas and the North Dallas area. And she said that she nearly stepped on one on a run recently and that – what was her quote? Jeff is wrong, as he often is, about rattlesnakes in Texas – And she nearly stepped on one. Well, clearly, Sheila, I meant we didn't have any around here, meaning in this big-ass runner studio. I guess we do have them in Texas or parts of Texas. I've never seen one on the trail, but I imagine in West Texas there are a few. I think there are a few in the Hill Country. And it sounds like I guess you've got some in Fort Worth. But I don't know that I'm often wrong. I mean, I think it's more like occasionally, sometimes, often wrong. That doesn't make sense. We also received, we asked on this show for reviews. We love when we get reviews. And we got two brand new reviews that I want to read. The first one is from MooseMan123456789. Five stars, I'm not even a trail runner, but I love this podcast. I'm a road runner without much access to trails, but I still find myself tuning in every week to hear from the informative and entertaining Jeff and Steven. Thank you for that, Moose Man. Their sense of humor is just the best, it makes me feel like I'm in the studio with them. That's awesome, Moose Man. Thank you so much for that kind review, the five-star review. Really appreciate that. And then M-G-L-E-Q-N-A, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, gave us a review as well. Great Running Buddies, five stars. Here's a review. I'm going to read this verbatim. I think this is good. I don't know. You decide. I mean, I guess these guys are cool. I listened to them during long runs. I was expecting a donkey hosting podcast or the podcast to be talking about how to run with your donkey, but I guess Steven and Tim will do. Maybe they meant... Steven and Jeff, I don't know, or Tim. Maybe they meant Tim. Timmy time is awesome. Well, thank you, M-G-L-E-Q-N-A. We appreciate that review as well. If you want to leave us a review, we love it. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We will read it on the air. And with that, let's get going on episode number 67, The Big Runner. Stephen, as I mentioned in the open, I think yours and one and my one of our favorite anyway segments. Yes, is why I run. It is one of my favorite ones for sure. And I think it's because everyone has a different reason behind why I run. It's their why. It's not not ours. It's always just fun and interesting to hear the different why's. You know, the different motivation, the different kind of reasons deep within someone that gets them out hitting the trails, hitting the roads, doing the big runs, you know, every week. Yeah. You know,
2: Jeff, I think you're right on because I think one of the things I think that's unique about the sport of running that it is an individual sport. But when we do trail running or even like cross country, there's this aspect of community and individuality and stuff. But unlike other things, like let's say you play football or soccer or basketball or softball or volleyball, you play as a team and you have a team why, you know, and you want to compete and stuff. But There's something inherently deeper and intimate when you have to (laughs) purposely push yourself beyond what your body wants to do. And I think anything over a mile, you kind of have to really want to do that. So I think it's been really fun to hear people talk about their why, because it is innately a little bit intimate and personal, but it's also that side of motivating and to to your earlier point Everybody has something, a different reason why they run. So to me, that's why it's it's a good example of the sport and the appreciation of it and the motivation behind it, unlike what you can probably get from other individual sports like golf or tennis or things like team sports. I think running, in my opinion, I know I'm a little bit biased, is nah. is, a, is a little bit different in its own little category, in my opinion, at least.
1: I never thought about that, was just as you're bringing that up, it's almost the perfect individual and group sport at the same time. Because really, you know, for me anyway, I have a PR. I've got a goal. It's personal to me. I want to beat, like I'm trying to run a marathon and I want to beat my time from 20 years ago. So that's a personal goal. And I'll go out during the week and do training runs by myself. But then during the weekends, we're running together. You've got the community and I'm part of Team Ninja and that's a team feel. So it's almost like It's an individual and group sport, yeah, which is unique.
2: Yeah, because you get some side effects too. Because even if you're running on a team like with Team Ninja and you guys are all doing different races, it's not like you have to put all your points together and come up with some win. but you also don't want to let your team down. Like You want to perform well. So there's some good motivation into that. That's why I love running cross country because you have all these guys out running and whoever the top four or five were that would get points. So you definitely want to try hard, but you also want to be one of those people that are contributing to the point. So, yeah. anyway, I think there's a lot to it not to get off on that topic. Could talk about it for a while, but yeah, these why runs are are awesome cuz it gives us a sneak peek and I think we all resonate at some point in time or some aspect of somebody else's why.
1: Well, this one is really really powerful as I said in the open. I think you're really going to enjoy that. So, Stephen, without further ado, here is Amanda Hall's why I run.
3: Hi, I'm Amanda Hall. I'm a big ass runner from McKinney, Texas. I'm a wife, mother of two, sister to an identical twin, and a nurse practitioner. I just love the Big Ass Runner community. I feel connected even when I run outside alone. It's a time for me to clear my head, reflect, and make a mental gratitude list. I wrote the Big Ass Runner podcast to share my story, and they said yes. I'm a brain cancer patient still taking chemo, but I'm ready to share my story to give others hope and encouragement. I started running in early 2020, mainly for my blood pressure. I got into more of a regular routine with the COVID shutdown and made running a part of my day. I was diagnosed with a brain tumor in July of 2020. I was having left-sided weakness that I ignored until I almost had a car accident. This obviously led to imaging of my head, and the rest is history. A brain tumor, direct admission to the ICU with an ambulance transport, then a craniotomy followed by the diagnosis of stage 4 brain cancer, glioblastoma multiform. On a side note, I ran the morning of my almost car accident and the brain tumor being discovered. I left the hospital, ready to get back to my routine of running 48 hours after my surgery, discharged directly from the ICU. Of course, I had to wait, so I started walking. and My trail became my long driveway, covered with five mature pecan and oak trees for shade. Following Dr. G, I found the Big Ass Runner podcast. Six weeks of chemo plus radiation to my head Monday through Friday required me to lie very still with my head immobilized. My morning run allowed me to rest and be still when I needed to. I'm now taking monthly maintenance of chemo on cycle 14 of 18. I get my kids on the bus and by 730, the second bus drives away and I start running. And so the biggest takeaways from listening are the psychological parts, really. Running is more than running. It is a way for me to do something but nothing at the same time. It clears my head and it's therapy. If I don't feel 100%, I still show up and tell myself, get outside in nature and just run one mile. And then that turns into two and so on. I don't overthink it. I structure it into the day. I begin with the end in mind and I want my day to begin and end well. So I guard my routine and try to be consistent. I dress in the morning for my run prior to my kiddos getting up. As soon as the second bus drives away, I start my run. I run in my long driveway to avoid this two-lane country road in front of my house for safety reasons, but I consider this a trail. The newest learning for me is something that I saw in an advertisement watching football with my husband and son. The only way is through. And I think all athletes can relate to this. This is the mindset I have when I face my journey. Attitude is free. The bigger the setback, the bigger the comeback, but movement is medicine, y'all. And so I just wanted to say thank you to Steven and Jeff for all that you do. And I'm honored to be selected to share my journey.
1: Stephen, I warned you. That's so powerful. The, yeah. the only way yeah. is through.
2: Yeah, I actually remember that campaign that she's talking about, and it's it's a true one. I mean, it's it's really amazing. Wow, so many, lots of little nuggets in there.
1: I I jotted down about a, half a page of notes, <laughs> in, what is it four, four minutes? <laughs> Pretty incredible.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. That awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. That it was truly amazing, and just to hear your story of having to. To process that diagnosis of brain cancer and then to use running as a way to help you
1: through that is just um, tremendous. And she said something at the very beginning. I think she articulated it better than we did. We were trying to articulate at the beginning, which was that she feels connected even when I run alone. Yeah. And I think that is so important that even if you're out running alone or you feel alone or you're literally by yourself, that you're still being encouraged by or feel connected to some kind of a community, some kind of a group, that can be different for everybody. I think that's one of the things we've felt probably the most blessed by Uh with this podcast and with the Big Ass Runner Herd is this natural community that's formed. We're all like-minded in some ways but very different in others. We bring our own unique perspectives and points of view but we all agree that you know we just love each other and love running and love feeling connected, and so I, I just thought that was awesome.
2: Yeah, one of the things that she brought out there, Jeff, that I really liked was running is like therapy. And I think she said, I don't want to misquote her, but running is doing something and nothing at the same time. Yeah, and it's so true. And she said that, I'm like, yeah, that's totally a good way to to say it. I mean, there there are many times I can completely relate to that where I go for a run and I feel like my brain is either processing or just dumping stuff or just saying, hey, Stephen, I don't want to think about anything right <laughs> now. Can you just run and then let me do whatever? And it's such a healthy thing. So when she was talking Jeff about being therapy and stuff, it's so true. I mean, it really is. And I know that's a more relevant topic that we've been hearing about since COVID and the pandemic and people being inside and stuff. But I love that, that running as something and nothing all at the same time.
1: And just a few words to you directly, Amanda. I think as I listen to your story, and I think a lot of times I I do pretty well, Stephen, with following a plan and getting out there and and lacing them up and going. But after hearing Amanda, so motivating. Like if anyone had an excuse not to get out there, you know, not to run, not to lace them, was like well, I've got brain cancer. I can't go run. She's wanting to run 48 hours after leaving the hospital. Right. I love her little tidbits of, of wisdom too about get your running clothes on before you do yeah, anything I thought, else. Yeah, it's not
2: the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like you're ready to get there. You have no excuses. You already have your stuff on. I just want to say to you, man, that's so, so motivating. And I think it really kind of puts a little bit of a spur under my saddle to say, get out there and get it done. Yep. No excuses.
2: Yep. I was writing the same thing down. Jeff I was like, yeah, it's just like, putting your clothes on before when the second bus leaves it like that's your time to go it's like you have everything built in we all have enough excuses in our normal day-to-day lives much less tackling something like brain cancer i think is really cool i think one other thing jeff i always wanted to point out that i thought she was really saying that again i think we've heard it in different ways before but it's especially i think hearing it from her makes it different and it's that idea that attitude is free <laughs> yeah like you just said she could have chosen a lot of different ways you could have had all these excuses but there are things you can't control that's one you can but it's a very much a, a choice <laughs> Absolutely, and, and to say that in that way the attitude is free is free to you and meaning us you know individuals to choose and we can do that and Hearing your story, but more or less understanding your personality and hearing that. I mean, it really is inspiring to hear.
1: Yeah. She said, don't overthink it. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> overthink a lot of things. <laughs> don't overthink. Simplicity in life, getting rid of the complexity yeah, is so freeing. Yeah. One other thing that I would mention, and Amanda didn't say this, but I think she would agree is you know, she had some symptoms mm-hmm. and ignored them. Yeah. I do the same thing. <laughs> and I tend to be like, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be okay. But but taking care of yourself and if you see some symptoms, get it checked out. Yeah. You never know. I just think that I'm learning more and more, especially probably as I get older, <laughs> that recovery is something you need to focus on and be active in and it's not like a day off. Yep. It's stretching and getting mobilized and working on the core and going to the doctor, you know, getting your your annual checkup. I'm actually overdue for a colonoscopy. I want to make an appointment. This has got me like, I need to go do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Taking care of yourself and not ignoring symptoms. You know, it's funny. I actually heard an
2: interview recently with LeBron James. There's been a lot of talk about LeBron James and is he better than MJ and all that kind of stuff. But somebody had asked him a question in this interview. It's like, you know, hey, LeBron, like, what's your superpower? Like, you know, how 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 can you play this long and still carry a team? Or again, I'm not trying to go off on sports metaphors. And, you know, he said his answer was. He said it was sleep. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, he said sleep is the thing that he's like, and what it does is it gives me energy. It clears my mind. It it keeps my body at rest. He said it heals, you know, and, and that's true. I mean, all the things he's saying are the benefits of sleep. But how often do we like, yeah, I know it's not always capable to get a full eight hours, but I've been trying to do really better at if I'm like this weekend, I wasn't feeling that great, but I was like. You know what? If I just need to sleep in like last night, I just need to do it. To do it, you know, and and not worry about it. And part of my recovery for running and stuff. So kind of similar to what you were saying when you said that, Jeff is like take care of yourself. I mean, hearing even top athletes talk about sleep is the thing, you know, I think you're spot on with what you're saying is however taking care of yourself is, if that's sleep or being aware of symptoms. I think most of us in America are somewhat lucky to have some form of medical care. I know it's a hot topic, but
1: if we can try to get those things to take a look at. Absolutely. Well, Amanda, you're an inspiration. The Big Ass Runner Herd is behind you. We are here for you. We are encouraging you. You're, You're encouraging us as well. Just a, a huge shout out of respect to you and, and the journey that you're on.
2: Yeah, well, we'll have to invite her to a run at Irwin Park sometime with some of our friends. That's right. we're uh, neighbors. Yeah, not too far away. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. That was great. And I just want to say thank you, like Jeff said, for actually sharing that and being vulnerable. I know that takes a lot of courage, but it will definitely mean a lot to other people who either know people going through something similar or maybe have their own struggles. Really want to say thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that with us.
1: And with that, that's Amanda Hall's why I run. Well, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big S runners out there just making it happen. And this week we have Travis Darrow. Now, Travis, is under the Instagram name, Underdog Endurance. He is a Michigander, a runner, a normal guy. And what I would say and why we wanted to give Travis a shout out and kudo is he is super consistent. If you watch his Instagram and follow his Strava, he is getting out there, making it happen, posting a lot of five, six, 8, 10, 12 mile runs, very consistent each week, getting out there, making it happen. The great state of Michigan, Travis Darrow, way to go, Travis, way to go, ladies and gentlemen, it's Marcy Baser. Hi, guys. Hey, Marcy's back. Marcy, how are y'all? Good. How are you doing? We're doing great. How are you? Excellent. How, how was your <laughs> Halloween?
0: Uh, my Halloween was good. Yeah? yeah, we lit a little bit of a bonfire in our yard.
2: Whoa, Ooh. on purpose?
0: Yeah, okay. we did. We did it on purpose. I guess it was, uh, I, maybe I should say fire pit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the street. All that sounds better, oh, right? Than fire. fire in The street my yard. sounds like
2: a riot now.
0: Yeah, well, I, there may have been some Molotov cocktails uh, yeah. thrown about. It was the neighbor's car. It was crazy.
2: <laughs> we we borrowed the neighbor's car. Yeah, and and, and lit it on it. fire. And roasted marshmallows. Take <laughs> that sucker! Yeah. Did you make s'mores? It was
0: outstanding. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what about really you guys?
2: Like an anarchy movie.
1: <laughs> yes. You know, I ate the little. You know, the little bite size
0: they candy bars. Supposedly fun.
1: Yeah, they're not fun, but no. they're they're fun if you eat thirty of them, yes. which is what I did.
0: They are taste, taste taste. I test. ate so
1: many of those. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The Snickers, the Twix, the Butterfinger. Kept going back to the Twix, though. Yeah, the Twix oh, is my good. Gosh. They're, They're all good. The right. You know what I noticed? Because I ha- actually did the handing out of the candy. Yes. Uh-huh. And we had, I was at my sister's house, we had an assortment of chocolates, like I just said, all the, the different best. candy bars. Mm-hmm. And then we had a bunch of the boxes of Nerds mm-hmm. and... Gobstoppers oh, yeah. and lemon heads. That's that so stuff you,
0: the kids grab.
1: That's what went yeah, first. All the cho- kids chocolate's
2: not, not in anymore.
0: No, uh-uh. what
1: happened to chocolate?
2: It's out. It's crazy. Sour it's is in.
1: Spools. Sugar what it is. is in. Yeah. Yeah. All that was left was Snickers, which I thought was great because yeah. I love Snickers.
0: Yep. Well, you know, and what you can do with leftover candy. Here's a little tidbit for you, boys. A little oh, this is I'm, definitely a pro I'm leaning tip. I'm in now. Yeah, this is good stuff. Okay. So, you know the Pillsbury refrigerated crescent rolls? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. I love this. So you take one of those, you wrap up your fun size in one of those bad boys, tuck in the sides, bake it as directed, pull that little sucker out, a little Hershey syrup, a little powdered sugar. You look <sighs> like you've got the most amazing looking dessert, and it is... Tastes phenomenal. It doesn't matter what you put inside the thing. <laughs> really? Your favorite bar. You can do it with a full size if you want to do Snickers. Really? It's so
2: good. It's like a French croissant. It's
0: croissant. life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. You
1: know what my daughter did at college? They would take, you know how you got the cookie dough that's shaped like a sausage? You're yes. Supposed, you're supposed to cut it up or, yes. or roll it up and put yeah. it in. A, they just unpackage it, plop it on a pan, and put that whole thing in the oven. Oh. And cook it and it How is did it a, turn out? Incredible.
0: Uh, it's like, it like a
1: cookie loaf. Moist? Yes, yes. It's like a cookie loaf. <laughs> a cookie some of it's loaf. some of it's doughy and undone, some of it's cooked, so you get the whole oh, you know whatever yeah. you like, it's there. Oh, you have, yeah, you throw some ice cream on top. Oh <gasps> my god. They call it something. I don't know what they did call they it. Did
0: they make it up? Or is that I don't a know. thing?
1: It's probably on the TikToks or something. On I don't the know. TikToks. Yes. Right. Well, I'm very excited to have you, Marcy, because we're actually teasing next week's episode a little bit. Ooh. Oh, we are. Yes, because next week, your hubby, Timmy Time, oh. is going to be here, and he might be singing songs From movies, maybe? How fun! Maybe I don't know. We're not sure. Magical, right there. That
0: Harry Connick Jr. ain't got nothing on
1: Timmy. (laughs) No, not on Timmy. (laughs) Nothing. Nope. Zero.
0: (laughs) No voice. No hair. Nothing. No hope
2: floats there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So to get us ready for that, I thought we could talk about. Our favorite movies because everyone oh, loves yeah. movies, everyone's got their favorite movies. Oh, for sure. We love topics where the listeners could, you know, go, okay, what is my favorite movie? And I actually asked some of our listeners oh, today, yeah? yeah, do you want to hear some of these? Yeah, what they I say. Love to. Okay, so Lori said Willy Wonka, okay, her favorite movie. Elaine said Goonies, Ooh. yeah. Rob Kemp said A New Hope. I think that's one of the Star Wars. Is that one of the Star Wars? Oh, A New Hope sounds I think so. like sounds so. it, but yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> P.G. Galvin said Point Break.
0: Oh, you yeah. You like that one? Yeah, that was a yeah. good one.
1: Runstoppable Mo said Funny Girl.
0: Oh, That makes sense because she's yeah. funny. She yeah, she hit it with the old school. Yeah,
1: she's funny. That makes sense. Jean said, Jean Dombrowski said The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, oh
0: that's a classic. That, yeah. yeah.
1: You know what Heather Vanderbrook said? Hmm. The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, what? she knew. Yeah. yeah. Karen can... Nelson said Better Off Dead. Remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah. That i forgot funny. about it i want my two dollars i want
0: my two dollars <laughs> that was such a good movie
1: susan johnson said the last samurai oh, i don't think i've seen oh, that yes. the, the tom, tom cruise, cruise. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay that's yeah. why i haven't seen it i'm just kidding <laughs> wow <I'm laughs> yeah. leave a mark <laughs> <laughs> sorry tom he's got he's he's fine yeah his I self-esteem will not be hurt be right. whatsoever CJ said book smart. I have not seen that.
0: I haven't either. That's a new one to me.
1: Yes. Mindy said Christmas story. That'll be in the rotation coming up in the holidays.
0: Yes. Classic.
1: Now, Michelle Doster said one that you could describe basically any of my runs (laughs) Legends of the Fall.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, yes. I just watched that recently. Good one.
1: Brian Krampz could not narrow it down to one. He said Miracle, which I've not seen Miracle. Oh, that's the one
2: about the uh, is hockey.
0: Is that the
1: horse? Oh. No, no, no. no, no? The, the
2: hockey. The hockey team. The hockey team. Okay, Miracle yeah. nice
1: Ice kind yeah. of deal. And Tombstone. <laughs> oh, Tombstone's oh, good. Cool. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry.
2: That, that's a great one. <laughs> that that's a great one.
1: The yeah. Andy Allen couldn't narrow it down either. He said Goodwill Hunting mm-hmm. and mm. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm. Two of my favorites yeah. as well. Mm. good ones. Mm. Jeff Jordan said fifty first First Dates.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, that
2: is That's a Drew Barrymore and yeah. Adam oh. Sandler.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Jeff Jordan's wife said Game Night. I've seen that one recently. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. That's funny. <laughs> that oh, is I pretty seen funny. Yeah. It's I, guy, <laughs> what's his name from Arrested Development? Jason, Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like
0: Jason Bateman. He's a funny guy. He's hilarious.
1: Denver could not narrow down either. He said Goonies. We have another vote for Goonies. Yeah. Yes. Four Christmases, which that'll be in the rotation oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, a horror movie. He put Halloween. Oh, Ooh. the original? Ooh. Maybe he was the original. recently inspired. We just tried
0: to watch that with our teenager. Uh-huh. No? One of those that it's just, it doesn't translate to that generation. Me, they, they've, seen <laughs> they've seen too They're much. They've seen too much. Chuck was oh, like, this is
2: boring. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. But it was scary as hell to us oh, when we were kids.
2: Yeah.
1: Literally as hell.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was scary. <laughs> well, it is about Halloween. That's so <laughs> exactly yes, what I'm saying. Yes. It's apropos.
1: And the last okay. one here, Mike Benner says Fifth Element. You all seen that one?
2: Oh, yeah. with was Bruce oh, Willis yeah, and yeah, yeah, what's yeah. her name? And what's the guy's
1: name? I was uh, Chris Tucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a more yeah. recent one then, I guess.
2: No.
0: No, it's It's old. in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> well, recent yeah. compared to
1: yeah. Well, I picked Moses? stuff from 1984. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> yeah, you it know, to uh, Very <laughs> so. recent. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Did yeah. yeah. <laughs> it have color? Yes. That's my
2: question. <laughs> was it a talkie? Yeah,
0: was it was a talkie movie. <laughs> Shirley
2: Temple in it. <laughs>
1: Well I thought it would be hard to narrow down too so I actually asked you Steven and Marcy, to come prepared with your favorite movie in three different genres gotcha. comedy of yes. course yep. drama yep mm-hmm. and action mm. So we're going to talk about our favorite comedy, our favorite drama, and our favorite action movie. And we'll go ladies first.
0: Okay. All right. Well.
1: Let's go with your favorite comedy, Marcy.
0: Well, we have talked about my favorite movie at least once on here.
1: Yes. It
0: may have come up more than once. I'm not really sure.
1: I'm saying Forrest Gump.
0: Uh, Yeah. But you know what? It hits all three genres. It
1: does. That's what's great about that movie. I
0: know. You've got your comedy. Hello. It's funny. You've got your drama. There was so much sadness in there, too. Yeah. And then you got your action with the whole Vietnam situation. And yeah. running
1: running down the football and field. And the
0: running. Oh, yeah, running down was, the football field, which just is, running across country. That's true. It's it's, little,
2: it's the, see, your core movie actually has- It hits it all. Your, your hidden love for running. <laughs> it, it does. does. That, I think I there's some running. kind of Freud, Freudian thing going for on. For running. Yeah, where it's like, you know, the centralized theme to that uh, whole movie is- Running, running from his past and his future, R- oh, running
0: towards Steven. something. He's going I, I, so deep. I, I
1: know. Have Steven. you been in
0: counseling recently, Stephen? I have. Stephen's wearing a V-neck
1: sweater. You look very much like a counselor right now. <laughs> I feel very does. calm.
2: Why don't you lean back and let me let me talk about uh, the
0: last. he You got the
1: glasses you... going. I mean, everything. You get the whole thing.
0: <laughs> you could be a counselor. I could totally see it. Yes. <laughs> okay, but if we don't use my usual go-to, I'd right. say one of my other favorite comedies would be Three Amigos.
1: Good one. one. It's a
0: classic.
2: Anything with Steve Martin is pretty much a guarantee. At least old Steve Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Or
0: old Chevy Chase. Yes. All the old good stuff.
1: I think a a good signature for for a favorite movie is that you use some of the lines in your everyday life.
0: Oh, yes. Look. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Look here. Look a bear. Look a bear. <laughs> every time I'm with my cousin, I think every other line out of our mouth is that yes, right. something from there. Something. Yeah. And I always have a little Martin short. I have that little, image of him hanging on to the rope and his little spurs are stuck in the <laughs>
1: and
0: he's hanging above the whole party. Yep. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a good, good one. It is. Hey,
2: hey about that little, one. little nugget for the audience. Jeff and I, I don't know if you remember this, we actually saw Martin short on Broadway. We We were like literally seeing his spit fly out. We were so close. It was actually really cool though. It was was awesome. We were on a work trip together and Jeff had arranged uh, for us to go to Broadway that night. And How so we were with cool. some of our co-workers And it was the show that The lady who was the original R- Rizzo from Greece yeah, yeah. And Martin Short Like all these famous oh Matthew my Broderick gosh. Yeah, Matthew Broderick It's like a tiny, tiny little theater But all these great That's stars That's
0: the best Yeah and so, her, uh, What were they doing?
1: Stockard Channing
0: Yes
2: I forgot the name of the show I mean, I remember the show I don't remember the name of it But it was like a little Just some a little
0: and,
1: and the one that stole the show Was the young kid Yeah, he was brand it was new ala- Brand new He was hilarious Yeah, he,
2: That's he awesome. stole it from all of the stars But anyway <laughs> Little, little Martin Short <laughs> little, little tidbit
1: yeah. like yes. that yeah alright what about you guys well yeah Steven what about you favorite comedy
2: okay so this is I don't know if it's my all time favorite comedy but it's a comedy that it it does something to me not in a weird way <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> What is this going to be? It is it a feel, burning? Uh, no, we have some stuff for that.
0: <laughs> we did.
2: <laughs> no. So like, one thing that I don't like to do is to re-watch movies over and over mm-hmm. and over again. But this is one. I don't mind watching it over and over and over again. And it's always something that's a certain time of year, but I don't, if it's on at other times of the year, I, I'll, I'll always watch it. I think and, I know
1: what it is. So and like, it's
2: Elf. Uh, I knew it. Yeah. yeah. It's I knew a good it. One. It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's so funny. And I, it I is. can pretty much quote it. I know everything about it. And if you said, Hey, in July, let's watch it. I'm like, yeah, let's watch sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's just so like how Will Ferrell just channels his inner child. <laughs> is like so amazing good. to me. It, it is. is. It is like so spot on. So the fact that I can watch it anytime and I watch it several times over Christmas. My kids love it and they're all like as a family, like it's just something that it's yeah. it, I still laugh at. Certain scenes in it And it it doesn't get old I know
0: exactly (laughs) It's another one I quote a lot (laughs) Yeah it's funny too (laughs) Exactly You're you're angry
2: little elf Like our family Like we always say The sit on the throne of lies Like you know something like She sits on the throne of lies (laughs) (laughs) And so we just like Like even now we're laughing You know it's like We just instantly go there So to me Alpha is one of those ones. It's just a classic. It's a comedy. You can't go wrong with it, and I can watch it over again. Absolutely. My
1: favorite line is two words from that movie. That's it's very subtle, and you may not even know what I'm talking about. But when they're working on the sleigh, uh huh, and I guess it's his dad, but it's, what's his name? Bob dad? Newhart. Yeah, Bob Newhart. Yeah, does something, and uh, he goes. That's shocking <laughs> Just like that That's my favorite line but I don't know why Just yeah. the way he says it it's shocking So I, I do that a, a lot
0: I mean he's a funny guy Yeah, yeah. He is Yeah
1: we, we always
2: use this too Like when we go to a restaurant Where we don't like it We're always like World's best coffee. Yeah, like, That's the you clue. Did yeah, yeah, Congratulations. You did it. You did it. So it's like our clue, like we ain't coming back here again. World's you know, best, the best coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Congratulations.
2: <laughs> you did it. The world's best coffee. Oh, yeah. All right. So yeah, that's mine. Okay, Jeff, what about you? Yeah,
1: my Actually, so I, I wrote a runner's up as well, a backup. Uh-huh. And Elf is my runner up. Oh, okay. Great. I yeah, oh, okay. love Elf. Yeah. Yeah. We, we watch it, I think, yeah. every Christmas at least once. Usually... Usually Christmas Eve, but not always. Yeah. But my favorite comedy is Fletch. Uh, It's been around a long time. It still holds up. (laughs) It has no redeeming qualities at all. It's so good. But I use so many lines. Yeah.
0: Charge it to the underhills. Charge it to the underhills. I, the underhills. <laughs> I bet you
1: have you little vixen. I use that one. Yeah, a yeah that's a good one. I yes.
2: didn't know that from
0: came Fletch. from that. Vixen.
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. He's I been calling us Vixen for <laughs> yeah. years. And yes. I didn't know where that came the, from. Can I borrow your towel? I just, my car just hit a water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Oh, so many. Yeah. That's a great one. Oh, so goodness. Fletch. Yeah. My runner up was, was Elf though. I love Elf yeah. as well. Yeah. All right, Marcy. Drama.
0: Drama. That... Yeah, I only like comedies and horror. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should have picked horror. I? I was like, oh, no one watches horror. I didn't yeah. pick that one.
0: No, I would say for drama, I, I hate to say it because it's already been said so much, but Shawshank Redemption is Boom. phenomenal. And you guys were the ones that said, you should watch that with Charlie. I'm like, uh, watch it with my kid? I don't, I don't know. But you, yeah, it turned out there's a few scenes. I was like, well, I forgot about that. But I hadn't seen it in a long time. But it is mm-hmm. a quality. That one in the Green Mile. Uh, oh yeah apparently I'm really into prison <laughs> <laughs> men's prison movies are kind of my genre
1: <laughs> oh my uh, yeah wow. I like
0: both of those quite a bit <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> back to psychologist Steve <laughs> <laughs> Jack Handy has some words for you <laughs>
1: what, how does that make you feel and what's the line from Shawshank you gotta get uh, busy living or get busy, busy dying, dying. Mm. and there's
0: another one that you see on the tiktoks quite oh, a bit the tiktoks What's but that I, I can't remember it
1: oh. <laughs> so it's not that due to the lime <laughs> oh. yes, the we're wine blaming is, everything we're that, blaming the wine we're blaming
0: the lime not the wine oh. <laughs> we're blaming it all We're oh,
1: blaming everything blame it, blame it on the rain oh,
0: it's the blame rain it it's the something. rain yeah, yeah. Yeah, Where's Timmy Time?
1: Uh, we need Timmy Time. Yeah, he just got fired. <laughs> he
0: just <laughs> got
1: that's fired. That was pretty good. Yeah. Marcy, I feel well like done.
0: all three of us really hit that well together.
2: <laughs> Is that Millie Vanilli?
1: Yeah. Well kind of. <gasps> no? <It's>, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't actually them <laughs> singing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do the
0: dance.
2: I don't know that. I just know Are those the guys Like the long dress Oh yeah I'm going to give they you, kind of, you a, a ding for that Yeah Maybe yeah. he <laughs>
0: the, just had The wrong singer This whole
2: time It seemed like They were always Like a fish out of water The they dance, <laughs> it's like That's all I could do I wish people could hook. see this They're on the hook it's like one of those the used car noodles. You know, it's all they could do is Dr. Stevens over there doing the
1: shimmy. Oh my gosh. That's a sh- is that a shimmy.
0: I don't know what that is. It feels
1: like a shimmy. I think I have to pee. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of the two.
0: What are you sitting on?
1: I'll try. I got the uh, fart chair.
2: Every time I'm moving this chair, Marcy thinks I'm farting.
0: Uh, uh-huh. It's, it's always the chair. Stephen. It's sure.
1: Always there's the no chair. dog in here. <laughs> Well, drama, Stephen, what's your favorite drama?
2: Okay, so I'm going to put this in the drama category. Yeah, you know, there's no
1: real rules with this. Okay, yeah. So people might
2: go, oh, "Stephen, it's a, it's an action movie." Uh, yeah, okay, it is, but here. So for me, this one actually has some meaning to it, but Saving Private Ryan is oh, one of those movies yeah. that I know it's a war movie, but there's so much drama into it, and my grandfather was in World War 2 and he was an officer in the Air Force. He was a colonel. And this is the only movie that he's ever cried in because he said it was so realistic and stuff. And so like hearing him talk about that and then just seeing it. So I know it's got a lot of action in it, but to me, like the subplot of it Mm -hmm. and the drama and the tension and you don't feel like you're really, I remember the first time watching that movie, I was completely like, Shooken, but yeah. in a good way, yeah. you know, but it also in, in in respect to me. So that's more of drama, even though I know it's
1: action. So it's like the first 30 minutes is just,
2: yeah, it, oh, it yeah, leaves you speechless. The,
0: yeah, the it, it's it, Normandy, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was amazing. Yeah. So just like, oh my yeah. gosh, how did anybody? ever get out of that.
2: Yeah. So for me, that one's got family meetings because we have Mm -hmm. a rich military history in our family and just the fact that just the, it really brought home the whole idea of what people were going through both at home and coming back and then the whole
1: plot of the movie. So again,
2: no, it's action, but that, that one great for me, film though. yeah that is, was a is, good one is a good drama
1: we have for me. similar tasting that was my runner-up action are
2: you serious <laughs> yes get out of chat. <laughs> no. i have it right here okay we oh we gosh. had you texted me at work and then i was like okay i need to think of someone the way over and and like, i hadn't you I channel mean, jeff on this
0: or I what i don't know <laughs> yeah,
1: we just we have you know similar taste <laughs> in movies yeah drama for me is the same as marcy shawshank redemption it's is really classic such a good movie i do have a backup since you talked about that one i will talk about my backup good will hunting oh, oh yes. yeah we just watched that the other day with my teenagers and they loved it it Did stands it? Yeah. up it is filthy language but oh, it yeah. is. other than that oh my goodness you
0: like apples how do you like these apples I,
1: I That boy's smart. He's smart. (laughs) He's wicked smart. Uh, Yeah, it's just such a good. And and just, I love, and that's why I said Fletch doesn't have any really redeeming qualities other than. Comedies
0: aren't supposed to have redeeming qualities. Drama should, and this one does. I mean,
1: the man, Robin Williams, that whole thing, and when he said it's not your fault. Oh.
0: He's just trying not to cry.
1: Oh, my goodness. and my daughter wants to be a counselor and so i think for her it was really really interesting to see that dynamic so well
2: i mean the thing about that one too it's it's really relevant for today i mean people talk about mental health and and Mm -hmm. at that point in time and it wasn't you know it was kind of like in the movie like a a stigma or a stereotype you know i know we're kind of kidding about it now but i mean but in reality that's really quite amazing to kind of break that and so i think it's a Completely relevant.
1: Well, I think he was a foster care. Wouldn't? He, wouldn't he with? He was I think b- bounced so. around different yeah, homes yeah. and yeah, things. He, so,
0: yeah, I think he did. He yeah. was, yeah. and he was just this intelligent, intelligent genius guy. Yep. Yeah. That I can't relate to, but yeah. <laughs> I was
2: like, "Whoa, wait a minute! She's gonna whip out a, a Boston accent yeah uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I love the scene too where Ben Affleck's like the greatest part of my day would be when I show up and you're not there. Oh. it's like you haven't said yeah. goodbye or nothing, you're just, you're gone. just gone. Yeah. Like that's, that's a, a real friend. that's a real friend. Yeah. That's a good friend. Like it's not right about there. me. I, I want what's best for you. Yeah. Yeah. Super that's cool. Awesome. All right. That leads us to action movies.
0: Okay. I'm going to go old school, real Ooh. old school. Oh, wow.
1: I wonder if we're the same on this one. I'm wondering. Star Wars. Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, very I awesome. loved
0: yeah. Star Wars when I was yeah. little and it was still good. I, now, I can't say I've watched all the new ones. Right. They lost me somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too but many. the original, yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, I thought it was so cool.
2: I think that was such a movie that was such a cutting edge for that time oh, yeah. period. And it was probably, I'm guessing for our age group, maybe like one of the first movies yeah. that like, they probably made a really big impression on oh, us. It was
0: I mean, so different yeah. than anything. Well, what I could remember at four or whatever it was yeah. when that came that out. I was 30 yeah,
1: <laughs> when it came out. So, Jeff, Jeff, so you'd
0: been around the block I a couple of times. I took my little times. kids to see it. No, okay. <laughs> Jeff
1: grinch, was
2: Obi-Wan I think. Kenobi. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding.
1: Oh, that's so true though. Yeah. That's a good one actually. Yeah, I like that one. Well, you've already used up your action. Did you have another action I
2: did. Yeah, I like Yeah. It. So, you talked about redemptive things. I love redemptive stories. I could I mean, to me like those are the ones that make the best. I'm also like a big I love reading about leadership and also love history with mm-hmm. some of these movies. Yeah. So for me, I know this isn't a historical, like, accurate one, but there are elements of it that are. But Gladiator is one for oh, me. Oh, yeah. that was a good there's, one. There's there's a redemptive element to yeah. it. There's a bit of history from that time period. And just, like, the leadership and some of the quotes in there. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, I remember that's one of the ones first ones in the theater. It's just like whoa this was a really cool movie yeah. like it's macho you know kind of thing but yeah gladiator was that one of your backups
1: it was not uh, although oh, I, I did what? consider it it was in my consideration it was set. okay good yeah, it was. my backup was Saving Private Ryan but what I landed on and some people call this a it's kind of a it's kind of a comedy uh-huh. some people call it a Christmas movie oh, oh. Die Hard Oh, oh, it is so
0: not a Christmas movie. Why I know. Does that I don't think so easy because it
1: happens during Christmas. Doesn't and that's why it doesn't make pe- it a Christmas movie. I, I don't, don't know. disagree. But
0: that I, was a good movie. But it's, it's, it's always
2: played
1: during
0: it Christmas. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll take anything from I Christmas think it's an action show. movie. I think they need more Christmas movies is what they're
1: saying. <laughs> Most yeah. Christmas movies are not great. Not so good. They're on the home That's account. why there's like yeah. four of them yeah. that people watch over and over. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I love some uh, di- and we watched it, you know, it's been it been a while since I saw it, but we saw it last Christmas and loved it. Oh, it's great. That so is good. a good one. So here's a question for you, Jeff. Bruce Willis or Kevin Costner? As j- just my preference as an actor?
2: Yeah, well, like which one do you think is a better actor? If you if you look at the body of their Okay,
1: here my answer is Kevin Costner yeah, with, a, with, with a with a caveat. Okay. Oh. Early in his career, I think he wasn't very good. Uh huh. But he's been in so much stuff, right? Yeah. It's like the ten thousand hours to become an expert. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and here's the other reason I say Kevin Costner because I love Yellowstone.
0: Oh uh, my gosh, that's the best. It's the
1: best show, and I'm waiting for the, what season three or four, whatever it is. I saw a trailer. Yes. Come I cannot out for it. wait. Uh, so it's hard for me to to not say Kevin Costner when yeah. you got Yellowstone. Right. And my sister and her husband joke around of uh, someone. They had some friends that said, "Hey, you've seen that new movie, Dancing with a Wolf?" <laughs> so he was in that. <laughs> Just just one wolf dancing. dancing with there was a wolf. just it was a t-taka. solo. It was a Tataka yeah. <laughs> He's just been in so many. I mean, Waterworld yeah. was terrible. Let's be, let's be yeah, honest. That it was, was a bad one. It's not. No, it was good.
0: What? Yeah. You're the yeah. only person on the face of this earth. Well,
1: apparently we'll, 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 find, out. we'll find out. We'll find out next your wife? week. Nope.
0: Nope. Not her. Me. Someone you're related to. <laughs> oh, Tim liked Waterworld.
1: Something well, tells me he now might. Now, what think we're so. talking
0: about. I don't know if Tim's actually seen Waterworld. What did he think it was about? <laughs> it may have been totally something different. Troy is his one of his favorite well, movies. Yeah, it's true. Did he speak it's about he his crush? Because he looks like crush?
2: the Troy. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he fell tells-
0: in love with Brad
2: Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs>
0: well, we all did that night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Seems uh, like uh, on, the, on the Troy workout plan. Where, where he? He was where beautiful in that movie. <laughs> a
0: lot of tanning as well. There was a lot of tanning, a lot of oiling, tanning, lot of oiling. a lot of oiling, yes. a lot of, oiling, yeah. lot of shaving, it looked like. Yeah. There was just a lot going on in that movie that we were all thralled glistening. with. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, I hope that you've been listening <laughs> along and either agreeing or disagreeing. <laughs> we would love to hear from you what your favorite comedy Christmas movie, oil, oil whatever. movie, <laughs> water movie, you name it.
0: Shaving product, yeah, yeah
1: shaving cream. Who who knows? Right, ladies sounds- and gentlemen. With that, that is Marcy Beza.
2: Hi, guys. Thank you, Marcy.
1: Fun as always. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 67 of The Big Ass Runner. Thanks so much for listening. I want to say thanks to Josh for that great intro. Thank you to Amanda Hall for sharing with us and being so vulnerable around her why I run. Really love that. And Amanda, you just really motivate me so much. Really appreciate that. Thanks to Travis out there in Michigan, just making it happen, being super consistent and getting out and getting those runs in. And of course, to the great Marcy Baser, who is always entertaining. And also, as always, a huge thanks to our audio engineer who makes us sound great, Steve Silly Love Song Saunders. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. One thing I'd love for you to do is just tell one other person about the podcast. We know and we hear from a lot of people that, hey, we heard about you guys from so-and-so, from this person. And we know that's how podcasts like this get Spread So if you would just tell one person, we would appreciate that. Well, thanks again for listening. We've got a great show next week. We teased it a little bit. Timmy time might be back. We might also be talking about a little bit of gear, a little new Steven's new ass stuff. Who knows? We'll see. But until next time, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. And maybe an appearance from frequent guests, Marcy, the Shark Queen, and or Timmy Time, the Singing King, Baser. I think you're really going to enjoy that. So, without further ado, here is. So, Stephen, without further ado, here is.
0: It's on the TikTok. That's how you say it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I when say it. are at the Walmarts.
1: Yeah. That's how I say it. <laughs> Barnes and Nobles. The Nordstroms.
0: I'm going to the Kroger's.
1: I thought we could talk about our favorite movies. I'm not
3: sure that I agree with you 100% on your police work there, Lou. Yeah? Yeah. I think that vehicle there probably had dealer plates. DLR.
0: Oh.
2: Jeez. <laughs> I remember like, that guy in those commercials about not being your parents?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the guy's Jack Handy. Deep yes. Thoughts by Stephen That's Fritz. Stephen
1: Fritz. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Probably the saddest thing you'll ever see is a mosquito sucking on a mummy. Forget it, little friend. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. It's great to meet you.
0: Bye. Go,